This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hello. Yesterday we discussed the possibility of the Lord's return during our lifetime and the need for standing firm in view of last day's events. I heard from one of you who believes that many of today's Christians seem to almost rely on the teaching about the rapture to abdicate personal responsibility for their daily living from doing the Lord's work. My friend's doctrine also did not allow for a rapture at all in the second coming of Jesus Christ. Alas, this is what I alluded to yesterday about conflicting views. Mind you, there is no debate about the second coming of Jesus. And also, I do welcome feedback on the morning briefings. What is at issue is whether the church will be left through the tribulation, which will last for seven years. Views include a pre-tribulation rapture, which is what I discussed yesterday, mid-trib, or post-trib. Again, there is no debate that Jesus will return. So, in view of the fact that the second coming of Jesus Christ is getting closer, yea, could even happen in our lifetime, how then should we live? We should endeavor to grow in spiritual strength. As Paul said to Timothy, these are perilous times in which we live, so let us endeavor to live as close to the heart of God as possible. We need the strength that only comes through Him to live well. You see, regardless of circumstances, we ought want to live victoriously, not as though we are beaten down. Now, how to do strength training. First, get into the Word of God and get the Word of God into you. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. One reason the scripture is said to be living and active is that we can read or hear a verse and feel no impact, and then sometime later encounter the same verse and it seems to exactly speak to our hearts in even situations. Incredible! Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, the psalmist said in Psalm 119. Personally, I will never be able to fully mine the depth of all of scripture, but it is a practice to which I plan to give myself for a lifetime. It is rich. The psalmist also commented, I have hidden these words in my heart, that I might not sin against you. God's word hems me in. It is a rudder and a mechanism that shows me where I need to correct my course. Another thing to increase my spiritual strength, grow my prayer life, both on my own and also with others. James 4.2 says, You do not have because you do not ask God. Prayer is a sincere, sensible, affectionate pouring out of the heart or soul to God, through Christ, in the strength and assistance of the Holy Spirit, for such things as God has promised, or according to His Word, for the good of the church, with submission and faith to the will of God. John Bunyan said that. Third, come together with other believers. Love them. Enter into their lives and let them love you. Our Lord said, For wherever two or three come together in my name, there am I with them. Even if we have faith, we need others. Especially as Christians, we will not be all God intended without being in community with other believers. Next, share your faith with others who do not know God. One of the last things Jesus said before he ascended into heaven was, You shall be my witnesses. Jesus said we are to be salt and light to the world around us. Pray for your neighbors and co-workers who are far from God. Look for opportunities to serve them, invite them, befriend them, share with them. Remember, time may be shorter than you think. Also, find a place to serve. Look around you. 
Be creative with your own gifts and serve someone. Get your focus off yourself and find a place to give of your talents. Again, our Lord said, Whatever you do for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. And finally, stay away from those things that weaken you spiritually. Those things might be people. Resist the devil and he will flee from you, James 4, 7 says. We are the hands of Christ in the world. That's a quote from the Gospel According to You 2, a book I read this last weekend. My buddy Eric sent it to me. Thank you, Eric. Not a long read, but inspirational to consider the Christian faith of the band members, particularly Bono himself. Again, his comment, we are the hands of Christ in the world. Bono, like so many others in their journey of faith, came to a painful crossroads when they were terribly hurt by a legalistic body of believers to which they belong. The difference? Bono continued to seek God and grow his relationship with him, pointing others to God and endeavoring others and endeavoring to serve mankind. So, do I believe that the Lord is coming soon? I think it is possible. There are many things lining up on an international scale. Does it change anything for me? Not really. It is my purpose to live every day with God, abiding in Him, striving for godliness, trying to point others to God and doing what He has called me to do. And you? Stand firm, my friends. It has never mattered so much.